0: Welcome to Compassionately You. Here, we host conversations and vulnerability and hopes to help and motivate others. My name is Brie Luganville and I am your host. I love to have different guests on to talk about a personal journey that they went through. Sometimes it focuses on internal growth Sometimes it does focus on body image as well and how that affects our overall being as a person. Thank you so much for being here today. Happy Monday, everyone! This is Compassionally You with host Bree Lukenbell, and today we have Anna Vanatmel, an entrepreneur and owner of Wandering Roots here. Welcome.
1: Hi, hi, <laughs> hi thanks.
0: Um, and she owns her own business. Uh, she does lots of different yoga and other types of that exercise. And so, can you explain more about why you started your business? Sure.
1: So I am very passionate about yoga and travel and so I wanted to start a company, a business that would kind of merge the two or offer those services to people. So I do pop-up yoga around town, fight to get fit currently, and I'm going to start at Zeal Aerial Fitness. I saw that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to trying the silks, because I've never tried, but I've heard it's really hard. <laughs> I want to
0: try them so badly. Yeah, yep. Yeah. They, so, they look awesome. Yep. Yeah. And, um,
1: but anyways, I really wanted, um, I think that travel and yoga is uh, a tool for self-care and self-exploration. And so I think a lot of people have barriers for for providing self-care for them they're too busy they don't mm-hmm. have enough money they don't have enough time so um, I'd really like to um, uh, plan people's vacations for them so that takes all of the work out of it oh, they just yeah they just t- fill out a form mm-hmm. tell me what they're hoping to experience and then I do all of the research and um, book their reservations and then they're on their way and they get to just check out and relax. So mm-hmm. that's the travel part. Yoga, I um, again do two days a week now. Um, I will hopefully do more in the winter. Things sort of slow down for me as far as work mm-hmm. in the winter so I have a little more time to actually do courses. Yeah. And then um, I really, when I did teacher training, I had a really nice um, experience of kind of a deeper connection, more time to, like, um, be intentional to work on goals and, like, inner work. So I offer retreats to sort of offer that aspect of... um, I think yoga and travel combined is what I think of a retreat.
0: And didn't you just have one recently? Yes. Are, we, yeah. yeah, we were in Banff
1: in October. And actually, um, my good friend Elise, that one's Modbetty Betty, um, mm-hmm. just sent me the photos today. And I oh. looked at them like a hundred times. They're amazing. They're really, really good. So, Wonderful. Yeah, I hosted one in August in Bel Air with um, a partner of mine. We co-hosted. She's Lauren Zuli of Holos love her yeah i love her she's a great shining bright light and mm-hmm. um so we did a three night at shanye creek in bel-air and we had a great time with paddle boarding and hiking and did a lot of yoga we did lauren little energy leadership workshop mm-hmm. it was really nice meditation um a lot of like downtime, quiet time just to connect with each other and then in banff we um in canada we were five nights five days, five nights, seventh to the 11th. So it had to be five days, four nights. Mm -hmm. Um, we just saw all of the highlights. My husband and I went out the week before and I had a whole list of things I wanted to do and then narrowed it down to the best things for when the girls got there. And we had a great time. I really, um, was always hoping to like, connect with people, and but we have like sort of created these little tribes from every retreat, and it's really been amazing how yeah. everybody connects and kind of becomes best friends, and still, I mean, we're still just hanging out and supporting each other, and so that's kind of been the best part so far for me.
0: Well, it's cultivating community, which is what Wandering Roots is doing, and it's happening after the retreats as well. Exactly. Yeah,
1: we create a private Facebook group before each retreat, so everybody kind of gets to know each other, because sometimes you're sharing a room with a stranger, and like, whatever, it's just kind of nice to break the ice a little before you're in close proximity for days at a time, so we've left all of the groups open and the conversations are still going so it's been really positive and
0: really nice so well that's wonderful but yeah Yep. I'm having fun good good no I'm really excited I've been wanting to also attend I want to attend everything that anyone comes on the podcast Same. for but I just oh, I really want to attend one of yours and now that I think I saw you'll be at zeal on sundays Wednesdays right. Oh shoot yep scratch that feel <laughs> air of the fitness on um, Wednesdays yeah'll we'll see yeah about that so yeah uh, that's awesome yeah thank you yeah um and so tell us more about um, also usually people come on here and talk about a personal journey yep. or a body image journey so what did you want to kind of share with everyone today and helps to help people who might have gone through a similar journey?
1: Okay, I would say more. I have personal journeys that are more. Um, I would say they're more like mental than body image lately. I think the that's older great. I get, yeah, the more mm-hmm. that's kind of been the the main thing I struggle with. I definitely um, have an internal dialogue of you know afraid of failure not enough. I'm, I know when you're an entrepreneur, I'm sure you feel this way, that mm-hmm. you're learning so many things and things you never thought you would ever have to do or parts of a business that you maybe had no clue about. And so even though I think that I I like learning things and yeah. I like being challenged, but man, do I have some lows when I'm like, oh, why is this taking me so long to figure this out? Or or being blindsided by something i never even thought of i usually get pretty like i'm a perfectionist most i am s- that way too yes yeah. I, I
0: feel yeah, oh yeah. My gosh.
1: i also my um my husband and i started a landscape company last year and he oh, wow. um it's just i mean he was a landscaper for 13 or 14 years before he did it so he just kind of hit the ground running and we struggled for sure on things like you know bookkeeping or whatever. There was a hump, like a learning curve. I hate booking. <laughs> Can we just like hire a robot to do all of that for us? <laughs> I actually am like, I actually find it tedious, but I don't ever want anybody to do it for me. I'm very much like a numbers nerd and I want to see where everything is going. Well, that's good. Yeah. But in the beginning I thought, oh my God, we're going to get audited and I'm doing a terrible job <laughs> and like whatever. And it was fine, but but yeah, so just different things like that. Social media is really hard for me. Mm-hmm. I I I prefer like actual like real connections. I have a struggle with like meeting people and thinking, I think I know you, but I think I've only know you through Instagram, sure. and that's so weird. Like like. I mean, I love when people share their stories and they're their real selves, but it's always weird to be like, hi, I think I know you and a lot about your life, but now we're meeting for the first time face-to-face. So, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's kind of hard. I also just don't really like being on my phone, and I like, you know, being more present and whatever. So, like, it's just a really hard thing for me to execute, I guess. But anyways, Mm -hmm. back to my journey, I, I would say more that I have a like comparison is the thief of joy and I just keep saying it in my head and I keep comparing you know either how my husband has his success in a completely different field so it doesn't even it doesn't even make sense to compare the two companies or just other people in the industry I always I think try I size myself up to that and it's just stupid it's so stupid uh, we all do it I know <laughs> I totally do it too
0: no matter what profession I've ever been in yeah it's like I just look at well okay I'm doing this but they're so much yeah bigger they're yeah this farther along yep. or this many followers more yeah you know, just, just the numbers yeah. and it
1: doesn't even matter right so yeah. yeah I think I've really been working internally on um recognizing that I do not know their story. I don't know how long they've been in business. I don't know how many hours a week they work. I don't know if they have a background or any formal education in whatever they're doing. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... It it really doesn't make anybody feel better to compare yourself to one another. No. So I I also... I think that it robs you of celebrating that person's joy, too. Yes. Not just your joy, but their joy. Like, I would love to... I'm one of those people that, yeah, I'd love to help people celebrate and or help them just move forward or anything. Mm-hmm. And so I really am trying to look at it from that point of, like, well, they deserve their success, and you should be happy for them and whatever. And yeah. also, if you're coming from that place... Of, of more of collaboration and lifting people up. You're not operating from a place of, you know, like just because somebody else is being successful doesn't mean that you won't be or that there's yes. not enough for every, you know, everybody. It's just kind of a lack-like mentality and that's not how the world is. So, yeah, yeah I think that's my biggest struggle now
0: is... And I think it's a struggle that... Us as entrepreneurs go through—it's like a, not like a roller coaster. That's too dramatic. But like an up and down <laughs> yeah. type of thing. Because it's yeah. like sometimes we're like totally okay, and that something that normally would make us think that way won't at that time. Right. And then when we say we have just a lot of factors that are stresses in personal and work, then you know we're lowered a little bit more. Right. And then Maybe that comparison as a thief of joy kind of gets to us more and tries to feed on that lower. Yeah, and so it's a, I feel like it's even just with humankind in general, it's probably a constant struggle we all go through. But yeah, the collaboration that you've done and that I think a lot of people in our local community here have done just shows that um, there's. I don't know, there's just like so many big groups popping up where everyone's like lifting each other up and it's actually like amplifying everyone's businesses together. Right, I agree. I've actually discovered
1: quite a few in the last few months and it's incredibly powerful and inspiring and I just like want to make all of the events that are happening because I'm like, they're doing great things and I want to like meet that person or whatever. So yeah, Mm -hmm. Grand Rapids is a pretty amazing community as far as entrepreneurs helping each other out and collaborating and working together, so...
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of positives, for sure.
0: Definitely agree. Yeah, I think as we get older, I just turned um 30 this year, it is more of, like, a mental game. It is. I think it's just, like, it's a different... Every decade, I feel like it's just a different mental game. <laughs> it really
1: is. Because <laughs> uh, your 20s, you're becoming an adult, whether you want to or not. So like, mm-hmm. you're just trying to like get by and like, oh, I have to buy a house or I should probably buy a car, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so when you become a little more, I can't speak for everybody in their 30s, but when you become a little more like stable and those things I think now you're just only have you to focus on you don't have Mm -hmm. all of the the like milestones that you're supposed to achieve you know
0: to be a real adult I guess but yeah yeah. and then it's like okay now I want something that's sustainable but will actually like bring me fulfillment and joy in my work endeavors that's a huge
1: I'm going through that right now I I yeah, I have worked in uh, the biotech community mm-hmm. industry for over a decade, about 11 or 12 years, and I very much was programmed to just climb the ladder, right? Mm-hmm. Get a promotion, um, whatever, and I did all of those things, and then about two or three years ago, I just woke up and I was like, I have everything I thought I wanted. And I'm really not that happy. Mm-hmm. As far as my career, my personal life was fine. Yeah. But like, yeah. And I just, I think that people equate a high salary or money to happiness. And they, those things don't always go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I know plenty of people that, um, find out exactly what they need to Um, make to cover basic needs and then they have fun with doing whatever they want for you know the rest of their days so yeah for their hours and their days so I yes I'm very much I've been practicing yoga for about six years maybe seven Mm -hmm. and I first started because I had a neck injury Mm -hmm. but I very much um got into it more for like physical rehab and probably physical fitness like anybody else and And then um, very much with connecting like breath and body and like just getting like mental clarity from that connection, I really, my practice has shifted more into like meditation heavy and like being more um, driven by that. So I think once that all started to shift, I started to like be able to peel away all the layers of things that I had like built in my head of what my life should look like or whatever. So I'm – Wandering Roots is, like, the first thing that I've done from, like, my heart Mm -hmm. instead of just my mind or my brain of, like, being logical of, like, get good grades, go to school, go to college, get a job, work at the ladder. Yeah, keep going. Well, that's
0: what it was like back then for our parents. And so the landscape, though, has changed so much Mm -hmm. um, just with the way that business is now. I don't know. So it's not the same – yeah, yeah. I definitely, yeah. I, I definitely think
1: my parents are still in that same mindset of like being in the same field for you know their entire lives. And I'm like, you could be on this planet. My grandparents are in their 90s. Mm-hmm. You could switch jobs nine times, you know, like and still put almost five to ten years in each profession. That's that, that's fun. Yeah. You get to try all of these new things and reinvent yourself in the process. So, yeah. I don't know, I think, I don't know if I just got really, really bored because I have been in the same industry for 10 years or if I just totally never really thought about it until a few years ago. I don't know.
0: You might have always had that entrepreneur, like, in you. Maybe. And so then it was like, the constant learning is not really here anymore. Like, right. I climbed high enough that it's like, okay, right. I kind of missed that. I maybe have. So, I do love the
1: challenge. I really do love to be challenged, Mm -hmm. which is something I remind myself every time I'm frustrated. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes. Oh my gosh. No, I'm that same way. I totally get it. When I first was like, I'm going to do this podcast, I had no clue how to even go about it. And I spent like eight hours sitting here just like getting mad, but figuring out how everything works. And I was like, how am I ever going to do this system? And now it's like... The system doesn't take me like yeah. long anymore, but yeah. before it was like, what in the world am yeah. I doing? Why did I? <laughs> That's amazing. So, but Do you spend time celebrating your wins, or do you move on to the next project right away? I used to do the second, the latter. I would move on to the next thing, and now I'm being better about, nope, I need to celebrate that look at everything I've done instead of just being continuously yeah. frustrated, which yep. is like, no. Yeah. And my husband and also friends help remind me of that, like, he's in the tech industry um, just at his school, but okay. he'd never done, like, a podcast before, and so he's like, you even know things that I don't even know That's how amazing. to do yet, and yeah. so good job, and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, always crying, yep. like, I finally did it, yes. <laughs> I just need you to affirm me, because I won't affirm myself Yeah, first. yeah. So, That's... the perfectionism in us. yeah. I agree. It's true. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, I guess what would you tell people? um, So I'm gonna try to like summarize your little personal journey to try to (laughs) bring us back to so many wings (laughs) to give us some to have you give some advice to people. So what would you tell people who might have gone through a similar thing, where they woke up one day and was like, you know, I did all this and I do have a good job and I like my job, but I kind of think I want something different. Like what would you them? I think tell the them? biggest thing for me
1: to take steps to move away from that space is I just started saying yes to all of the things that I wanted to do, but I normally held myself back because it made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So trying something new or going to some class by myself, like, oh, mm-hmm. if my sister can't go with me, I can't go, you yeah. know, like, just try to push yourself out of your comfort zone because that's, I think, where your journey always starts and where real growth happens. Um, I, I've never regretted pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I've always learned something. So I would definitely say that. Just say yes. Just If you think about something and you're like, oh, I want to do that, and the next thought is, I can't because why, take a look at that. Is that just an excuse because you are uncomfortable? Or is that actually, like, a legitimate reason why you can't go? I mean, if you don't have daycare, that's a legit reason. Sure, sure. (laughs) You can't leave your kid home by himself. But, but like, if it's, if it only takes a phone call to find daycare, then you're just talking yourself out of it and living in a safer place.
0: Yeah. Especially if you have people on your street. Like, personally, I've got a few different people, and it's like, there's no excuse. Like, I know I could find something. Yeah. So, Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I would also,
1: well, I don't. I think that answered that question. I but think anything
0: else you want to. Get well, from. I
1: think if you're, um, if you're an entrepreneur, or if you're ever um, living from that space of you're not enough, or you know you're comparing yourself to somebody else, I think um, the thing that has helped me the most is actually taking the time. Um, to more identify what I think to be a failure, to say, what did I learn from that? And did I make the same mistake again? Mm-hmm. Because your failures are your biggest teachers, and they mm-hmm. don't have to be negatives. They, they can be some of the biggest positives in your life. It could like turn your life into a direction that you never thought. Mm-hmm. But maybe, again, there, maybe it was a huge lesson there that you learned from. So I think one of my friends said, are you making the same mistakes? And I said, no. And he's like, then you're doing it right. And yeah, I think that's see. really good advice. So, mm-hmm. And then I also think, because a perfectionist or maybe, you know, somebody like mm-hmm. similar to us, celebrate the wins. Like, consciously, like, call up for ice cream. Get a mm-hmm. beer with your husband. Like, something. Yeah. Like, if you're stopping to, like, savor those moments more, it makes the journey a lot more worth it instead of just going to the next step and not even taking time to, like, I mean, if you're not going to revel in some of that joy, then what's the point of doing the work? That's true. I mean.
0: It's just going to become yeah the same thing. It's a yeah. cycle
1: of, you know, always not enough.
0: You're, like, putting more of that pressure on you. So mm-hmm. that's what I am working on
1: huh. personally. Me too. And,
0: they, and thank you for that advice, too, for anyone out there, too. Um, so you do have some specials coming up for Black Friday. I do. So let's talk about those.
1: All right. So I, um, my newsletter followers are the first people that will find out about any retreats, Mm -hmm. um, or any specials if we're doing anything for travel or yoga or anything like that. But lately it's been retreats. I'm launching three, um, retreats for 2019. They're very different. Um, one's a two night, one's a three night, and one's a five night. Two are in Michigan, one is in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So well on Black Friday, all three will be open for registration so that you can maybe buy yourself a Christmas gift or plan ahead, save, save your time, save your money so that I the biggest feedback I got is people wanted more time because they people need time. People yes, need time, time to like make time to get away. People Mm -hmm. have families and responsibilities, so we've taken that very seriously, and we've tried to get everything together Mm -hmm. quickly, and I'm really excited. I've tried to make them very unique, and I think there's something for everybody.
0: So Um, how can people join your newsletter so they can find out about these? If you go to my website, um, there are multiple places where you can (laughs) sign up in the newsletter,
1: and um, if for sure, on the home screen, if you scroll to the bottom, it says um, where you can join. But there's so many different um, points. Even on the retreat page, there's another link where you can sign up. So, um, yeah, you're com and you can sign
0: up. Otherwise, Facebook, there's always a link as well Wonderful. at the top. So, And we'll put her website in the episode notes, everyone, so you can check that out Thank easily. You. So... Wow, lots of wonderful things I'm going to be thinking about next year. Yeah. Our time will be a lot more open next year, and we wanted to take some trips. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe I can take some girl trip to myself. Yes. Anyway, um, thank you so much for coming. Thank here. you for having me. This is fun. Yeah. yeah. This is great. And everyone, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. I'd like to learn more about today's episode you can go to BrieLuganville.com slash podcast. If you'd like to join our private support group, you can find us on Facebook and search for the private group Compassionately You. If you would like to be a guest, you can email Brie at BrieLuganville at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great start to your week.